is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let's give God glory for who he is. The, he's perfect in all of his ways. He's kind to ungrateful and evil men. What a, excuse me, what a mighty God we serve. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just thinking about the goodness of the Lord. Thinking about the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for us. It makes your very soul cries out and we scream out, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for saving us. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Isn't it a blessing uh, to have a personal relationship? Thank you, Brother Ron. To have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? If you have that personal relationship, why don't you just put them hands together and give God some praise? You might be in your living room, but give God some praise. Amen. For having a personal relationship with the God of the universe. Can you, I mean, can you get your head around that? He's so loving, and he's so gracious, and he's so kind that he looked beyond all of my faults, and he saw my need. He saw that I was weary, wounded, and sad, but I thank God I found in him a resting place, and he has made me glad. Hallelujah. He took me out of the muck and the mire and placed my feet up on a solid rock. He, he, he forgave me of my sins and he threw them in the sea of forgetfulness never to bring them up again. He, he woke me up this morning with my right mind. Bless these old 69-year-old eyes to see. They've been operated on for the last month. <laughs> two procedures here and two here. But I can still see. And I say, thank you, Jesus. I can still hear. I can still feel pain. We don't thank God for the pain, but pain comes to let us know that something is hurting. Something is amiss. And sometimes the pain is not physical. Sometimes the pain is in our heart. Sometimes our pain is in our, in our mind and our uh, brokenness. But he is perfect in all of his ways. He sees me and he meets me right where I'm at. Hallelujah. Is it okay for me just to preach today selfishly? You know, some things you have to take personal. That's why the subject today is my shelter, my rock, and my Lord. Hallelujah. Mm, could y'all repeat that with me? My shelter. Put some emphasis on the mic. My shelter. My rock. My Lord. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm thanking God that I'm able to be in the house of the Lord one more time. 
didn't know if I'd be able to be here today, but God, in his infinite wisdom and his will, he allowed me to be here one more time. And I give God praise today. You know, we have so much to thank God for. I don't want to take it for granted. No, God is good. It's not just a cliche, uh, Pastor Amanda. He's good all the time. And all the time, he is good. Not only is he good, but he's gracious. Not only is he gracious, but he's kind. Not only is he kind, but he's merciful. Not only that, he's understanding. <laughs> have, have you ever been in a place where you feel like nobody understands you? Nobody knows the trouble you've seen. Nobody knows what you're going through. But my God, my shelter, my rock, my Lord, he understands me. When nobody else can understand me, he understands me. He said, come on over here, boy. <laughs> he said, tell me what the problem is. And you know what? I can go to God in prayer. I can call upon the name of the Lord any time of day. And he speaks to us. He, he, he ministers to me. He, he tells me, man, it's going to be all right. Hold on a little while longer. Help is on the way. Praise God. You know, I mean, when you just begin to think about his goodness, you, you, if, and, and please don't start thinking about where he's already brought you from. It, it'll make your feet get light. It, 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 it will cause your hands to go up. It, it'll, it will cause, when you begin to think about all the Lord has done for you, it, it will cause tears to come into your eyes. And they won't be tears of sadness. They'll be tears of joy. Man, you mean to tell me that you're happy and crying? <laughs> See, because greater is he who is within me than he that's in the world. I heard somebody say, greater is he who is in, within me than the one who's after me. See, Satan come to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Anybody have abundant life today? Hallelujah. You know, it's not, it's not about your gold and silver. It's not about your house you live in or the car you drive. But the abundant life in Jesus Christ is a, is a relationship with him. Wow, to know that I'm his and he's mine. Thank you, Lord. And, uh, to let me know that, you know what? There's no weapon formed against me that will prosper. That, that, and I'm learning this more and more. I'm learning that I can depend on God. When things are falling all around me, God is faithful and he's, he's, he's stable. He's, he, he's a point of stability. When nothing else makes sense, I can go to the rock. The rock Christ Jesus. So thank you, Lord. So, you know, uh, other than just being flat out cranked up this morning and, and joyful for, for Jesus, let me see if I can just share this word the Lord put in my heart. We're going to look at uh, Psalms 61. Uh, the whole chapter 1 through 8 is great. We're going to look at 1 through 4. Uh, again, my, 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 my shelter, my, my rock, my Lord, I'm so glad I can go to him. 
I can call on him in the midnight hour. Have anybody in here ever had to have a right now prayer? I'm talking about you need some right now help. You don't even have time to go through the, through the, through the process of old, gracious, loving, kind, merciful, powerful God. No, you say, Jesus, help. Mm. He, he, he touches us where we're hurting, where, where uh, the surgeon can't get to us, where no anesthesiologist can fix it. But God said, I can, I can, I can work on you. I can work in you. He, he said, I can turn your dark days into bright tomorrows. He said, because I'm God. He, he's the one who spoke and the universe came into existence. And you mean to tell me that God came and set up his abode in me? Took out a heart of callous, a callous heart, heart, and placed within me and you a heart soft and pliable? Who but God can do that? So what happens sometimes if we're not careful, we'll forget some of these things. And we'll get caught up in the situations at hand. We'll, we'll get caught up with the cares and the riches and the pleasures of this world. We'll, we'll get caught up in all of the negativity that's floating around our nation, our world, in our communities, and in our homes. And sometimes we'll, we'll, we'll look like we turn to the left and turn to the right, and wherever I turn, I turn around, and there's trouble on every side. But my shelter, <laughs> but, 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 but my God, my rock, I can go to him. And so let me share this with you today, what the Holy Spirit have shared with me, because we're living in perilous times. We're, we're living in weird times. We're living in unprecedented times. We're living in times that we haven't seen before. So where do we go? I go to the rock. I go to my rock. See, I go to the one who's, who told me that I will never leave you nor forsake you. I, he said, I will be with you always, even until the end of the age. But, but what happens when I don't walk in that? What happens when I forget that? What happens when, when, when the, the weight of the world begins to feel like it's resting on my shoulders? And, and I'm trying, and I'm struggling, trying to fight this thing and make it happen. And God has said, I'm still here. I haven't moved. So in this prayer, in this psalm of David, this psalm uh, is, is, is part and parcel of when David was on the run from his own son, Absalom, who wanted to take the kingdom away from his father. Can you imagine being on the run from your own son? 
and he's looking to do you harm. We can have situations that may not be just like that, but it can sure feel like that. So when you have that personal relationship with God, you can trust him. You can call on him. And, and it's not in vain. It's not in vain. He hears us when we cry. He answers by and by. That's the God we serve. So David here in the midst of his anguish, and no doubt in the midst of his heartbreak, you mean my son, the handsome, macho, Absalom with so much potential. I've had to flee the palace. I've had, I had to get out of Dodge because of my, and I can hear, he probably was saying in his mind, where did I go wrong? What did I do to, to deserve this? Have you ever been there? Have you ever had a woe is me moment? You know, have you ever been there? See, but God. So verse one, and see, this is why I'm saying my shelter. This is why I'm saying my rock. This is why I'm saying my Lord. Why? Because I, it, in, inside of the man of God, he said, hear my cry. You know what, we can almost stop right there because sometimes we are crying. And sometimes we're crying and don't nobody else know it, but we're crying. Sometimes the effects of that crying don't happen until we lay our head down at night on our pillow. A time where we would rather just go on off to sleep and wake up in the morning, but sometimes we're crying. We made it all day long. We, we've talked with people and we've shared with folks and we've had lunch and dinner, but down on the inside we're crying. But when you have a God who loves you and you can trust, he said, hear my cry, O God. Mm. Attend to my prayer. He said, God, listen to my prayer. This is why prayer is so important. Jesus said, your man should always what? Pray and not faint. Attend to my prayer. And, and see, it's something about it. We need to know how great our God is. Have you ever had to preach to yourself? Have anybody in here ever had to encourage yourself? You, you went over here and said, I know she's going to encourage me. You don't get it. He always preaching. No encouragement today. And look to the left, look to the right. But then you dig way down deep on the inside. And you begin to say, my God, my rock, my shelter. He, he delivered me. He, he blessed me when I was down. He picked me up. When I was hungry, he fed me. When I was needing clothes, he clothed me. When I was angry at the world, he gave me peace. And, and so you begin to put it all together. And you begin to encourage yourself. And after a while, you say, you know what? It ain't as bad as I thought. <laughs> because my God. All right, let me, let me, so I got a few scriptures here, so let me get through these. 
But it, it, verse 2 say, from the end of the earth, I will cry to you. Have you ever felt like you're at the end of the earth? <laughs> you, you, you way down the road. You're in a different zip code. He said, from the end of the earth, in, in short, when it's real bad, I'm going to call on you, God. From the end of the earth, I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed. Somebody hear this word today. Have your heart ever been overwhelmed? Have you ever been overwhelmed with the complexities of life? With, with the, the, uh, the apprehension that we have sometimes with the with the, you know, wondering how this thing is going to turn out. Should I go forward? Should I go back? When I'm overwhelmed, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Sometimes you got to get a different vantage point. You know, some, you know, Oklahoma, you don't have to worry about climbing no mountain because everything is flat. But it comes to a point you might have to get on top of the car and look around. Climb up in a tree or get on top of the house to get a different vantage point of, of your situation. Because sometimes all you can do is see that situation blaring in front of you and it seems like it's insurmountable. But the song says, ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough to keep him from getting to you. Hmm. Lead me to that rock that is higher than I. It's good to have a memory. It's good to know where God has brought you from. And if he did it once, what will he do, Millie? He'll do it again. <laughs> Mark, if he did it once, what will he do? He'll do it again. Why do I say that? Look at verse 3. For you have been a shelter for me. Hallelujah. I remember God. I remember, Lord. It was a dire situation, and you were a shelter for me. He said, for you have been a shelter for me. You've been a strong tower from the enemy. The, the cities of that day, they had towers, and they, they were fortified. It's almost, a little bit almost like in the, watching uh, one of the old Western movies. They got the fort out there in the middle of nowhere, you know, and it's a big, big uh, wooden fence all the way around, and folks can walk around up on the rampart a little bit, and they got a tower, they say, oh, okay, here come trouble. You know, when, when you talk about <coughs> a strong tower from the enemy, you're talking about a place where the enemy can't get to you. See, all you got to do is ask Job because the devil said, told God, if you move the hedge, you move the protection, I'll make him curse you to your face. And God, God said, no, I know my people. He said, no, Job is a perfect and upright man who fears God and, and shuns evil. And devil, you bet you can do this, but you better not touch his body. Oh, devil brought to okay. Because God is in control. For you have been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. And listen to this. I will abide in your tabernacle. I will abide in your house. 
I will abide in your temple. I will abide in your sanctuary forever. How many in here have a made up mind today to walk with Jesus forever? You see, this is no temporary walk. Oh, it sounds good today. Uh, you know, I'm going to church today. I'm going to pray. But, but, you know, I don't know about tomorrow. No, no. For God I live. For God I'll die. Swim, sink, or drown. I'm on the Lord's side. I will abide in your tabernacle forever. I will trust in the shelter of your wings. And it says, Selah. Sometimes you need to just pause for a minute. Soak in what God is saying. Let it marinate down in your spirit so you can stand on the word of God. See, there's something that needs to happen in our walk with God. We need to trust him. Okay, what did Webster say about trust? It's assured and assured reliance on the character. Now, I'm talking about my shelter, <laughs> my rock, my Lord. So Webster, he had enough sense to talk about what trust means to him, and we can jump on some of it, but know our God is even greater. Assured reliance on the character. First of all, do we not understand the character of God? God is not capricious. He's not mean. He's not vindictive. The character of our God is loving, kind, and merciful. So reliance on the character, watch this one, ability, on the ability of God. Ability, strength, or truth of someone. It must be a truth of someone or something. Okay, we can take the something out of it. Now we go back to the someone. Who is the someone? It's not my mother, not my brother, but it's the Lord. Whom, in whom I trust. So that brings me to Psalms 118, 8 and 9. Let me move through this. We'll, we'll get closed out. And it, but it said, it is better to trust in the Lord. Hear that? Let me say that again. It is better, church. It, it is better, three Ps. It is better, Kermit. <laughs> it, it, is, it is better to, to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. Wow. My ultimate confidence has to be in God. Because I can mean well, and I can tell you I'll be there at 8 o'clock with bells on. 8 o'clock will come, I may not be there and no bells ringing. But we can, he say, it's better to, to put your trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. Watch this. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes, in anybody. Trust in God because he's able to do anything. Psalm 91, verse 1 and 2. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. You know, didn't Jesus say, go into your secret place? You know, when you go into your closet, in short, stop the music. Turn off the noise. Get in a place where you can dwell with me and I with you. You know, I, I'm, I'm past the point of just giving God a big, big uh, uh, to-do list. A big, uh, I want to, I want to, I must have list. But you know what? In prayer, 
evangelist, I'm getting to a point, I want to hear from God. Yes, he told me with, with prayer and petition to make my request known unto him and the peace of God and with thanksgiving and the peace of God which passes all on the sin will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah for that. God, I want to hear from you. Because God, I don't know what to do in the midst of this COVID-19, in, in the midst of the church, sometime in, sometime out, uh, people in all kind of different situations, God, I need to hear from you. In every situation, God, I need to hear from you. See, as many that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So he said, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide or shall live under the shadow of the Almighty. What's his name? Jesus. He said, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, hear it again, and, 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 and my, my fortress, my God, in him I will trust. That's where we got to be today, church. You know, because this stuff can, it, I'm telling you, this stuff can take you down if we don't remember the word of God and trust in the Lord. Scripture says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. He's my shelter. We, we know what a shelter is, but, but you know, it comes even a little clearer to me because I'm from Oklahoma. And when them clouds get dark and the, and the wind gets still and, and the cows draw up close to each other and you don't see any birds or dogs, you need a shelter. Because it's getting ready to break loose in Tornado Alley. Them thunderstorms getting ready to hit and you need a shelter. You need some a shelter from the storm. A shelter is something that covers or it affords protection. Thank God, he's my shelter. Thank you, Lord. He, he, so, so in Psalms 84, 1 through 4, the writer says, how lovely is your tabernacle. You watch this, the, the closeness of this. O Lord of hosts, O Lord of multitudes. He says, my soul long. My soul languish. My soul longs, yes, my very innermost being, even faints for the courts of the Lord. How many sometimes can't wait to get to church? I don't care where you go to church at, but, but it's something about when, when it's Sunday morning, okay, am I going to Dodger Stadium or am I going to church? I'm going to the bowling alley or I'm going to church? Uh, well, it, it's almost in else. No, no. You know, my heart and my flesh, my soul, he said, long as even faint for the Lord, my heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. You mean that every fiber of our being is crying out for the living God? It's saying, God, I want you to come in and sup with me. God, I want you to come in and minister to me. Oh, God, I want you to come and carry me through the situation. God, won't you come in and, and, and dot some I's and cross some T's for me? It said, even the sparrow, even the little bird has found a home. And if y'all get out of church in time, look right upside up outside where this, where this little patio is. There's a bird nest up there. 
I, I think the little bird, mama bird and daddy bird, heard Amanda in here playing, singing. Camille in here, praise the Lord. Raquel in there, that back there making some noise. And the bird said, you know what? I'm going to build a nest right here. Because it sounds like the table is spread and the feast of the Lord is going on. So I'm going to raise my little baby birds right here at the house of the Lord. Y'all pray with me. I got, that's what I got out of this. He says, even the sparrow has found a home and the swallow a nest for herself where she may lay her young, even your altars, O Lord of hosts. My king and my God, blessed are those who dwell in your house. They will still be praising you. Selah. He said, chew on that. Hold on to that. Apply that to your life. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. He is my Lord. He is my Savior. He is my deliverer. He's my all in all. Thank you, God. You not only shelter me from the storm. You not only that rock that never give way. But you are my Lord. You are the one who was hung up for my hangups. You're the one who came from heaven down to save a wretch like me. Thank you, Jesus. He's my Lord. His name is so, was so holy that, that the Hebrew, the Jewish folks wouldn't even say it. there was no vowels. There was consonants in the, in the letter, in the word Yahweh. Y-H-W-H. Transliterated into Lord, thank you, God. Uh, uh, the Lord God of Israel. Uh, that they call that the Tetragrammaton, where where they don't use the term of Yahweh or Jehovah, but it's Lord in our word. It's it's capital L O R D, and in some cases it's capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. It's the Lord God Almighty. He reigns from heaven above. He's my Lord. And the Bible tells me in Proverbs 18 and 10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run in and they are saved. What makes us righteous? The blood of Jesus. It's not because, oh, I've been so good and I've done the right thing and I've paid it. No, no. It's because of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. When, 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 when I see the blood, I'll pass right over you. We'll watch white as snow in the blood of Jesus. The righteous can run into it and safe. What do that mean? Y'all remember playing hide and go seek as kids, don't you? You know, the different counts you would do, all this thing. But when you make it to home base, you safe. When I can make it to Jesus, when I can make it down on my knees, when I can make it to the house of the Lord, when I can call on the God of the universe, thank you, Lord, I'm safe. Safe in his arms. Safe and secure from all alarm. Thank you, God. He is my shelter. He is my rock. And he's my Lord. Jesus said, come unto me. I, I, I love it. Come on, come on, come on, come on, he said. Come unto me, all you who are laboring. Ha. Well, watch out now. How many of y'all laboring today? Thank you, God. Uh, 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 tell me this. Are you just walking on a bed of ease, tiptoeing through the tulip, and everything is all right? <laughs> he said,
get over into the promised land, don't forget me. You know, when, when, when I bring you out of darkness into this marvelous light, don't forget me. And don't, don't treat that thing that's holy as if it's not. Hallelujah. So we need to keep Jesus on our mind. My mind, my mind is on Jesus Christ. Come unto me, all you who are laboring Ooh. and heavy laden, full of trouble, full of uncertainty, full of grief, full of pain. You've been done wrong. You've been lying out, lied on, talked about as sure as you're born. Come unto me, all you who are laboring and heavy laden. Jesus, who cannot lie, said, I will give you rest. Hey, 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 God. Anybody need rest today? Do you need rest in your physical body? Do you need rest in your mind? Do you need rest in your home? Do you need sweet rest that only God can provide? He said, come unto me. Thank you, God. He said, my sheep know my voice. No other voice will they hear. So when you, when you hear the little voice said, come on. Come on, daughter. Come on, son. Lay out before me. Come unto me, all you who are laboring and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Are we still learning from Jesus today? Are we still learning how that he's perfect in all of his ways? Are we still learning that he's a loving, kind, and gracious, and powerful God? He's all-knowing. Hallelujah. He's all-power. He's everywhere at the same time. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Learn of me. Seek my face. Call on me while I'm near. Let the wicked forsake his way. He said, come to me. I love you with an everlasting love. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For my yoke is easy. He said, my burden is light. And you shall find rest for your soul. Mm, this message today is for the saints that need rest. Hey. This message is for the saint of God that needs some peace. This message today is for the saint of God who need a reminder that he's your shelter, that he's your rock. Mm. Anybody ever try to move a, a, a big old boulder like Mount Rushmore? Mm -hmm. You ain't going nowhere. My God is going nowhere. He's in. He's unmovable. He's stronger than a locomotive, faster than a speeding bullet. And I'm not talking about Superman. I'm talking about the God who can speak the word to your situation. He can speak the word to your anxieties. He can speak the word to your financial situation. He can speak the word to whatever your situation may be. He can speak the word to your children. He can speak the word to your spouse. He can speak the word even to your pets. That's the God we serve. Hey, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Watch this. He say, for I am gentle. You know, sometimes folks will try to help you, and they ain't gentle. If you had some faith, 
you wouldn't be in this predicament. That ain't gentle. If you hadn't have done that, you wouldn't. I hate to say I told you so. God ain't like that. He said, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest. Mm. If you want that, just say amen. amen. You will find rest. Watch this. For your soul. This old song say, it is well with my soul. Stuff is falling apart all around me, but it is well with my soul. My soul has been anchored in the Lord. Though the billows may roll, mm, the wind may blow. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. You will find rest for your soul, for my yoke is easy. step out there and do what the Lord say. Now, Amanda, I know you, you ministering on that keyboard and you singing your little heart out to the glory of God. But can you give an altar feel today? Can you minister to the people of God today for a few moments? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. we just close our eyes and we think about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, those who know him, those that are standing in need of a word from the Lord today. You know, the pastor talked about being safe in the arms of Jesus. And no matter what you're going through today, we're all going through some type of challenge. Either you're in a storm or coming out of a storm or about to walk into a storm, but we want you to know no matter what you're going through that God is always there and that you can find rest in him. For he loves us so much. I mean, he loves us so much. Then even in the times when we feel weak and we feel like we want to turn our back on him, he is still there open and ready to receive us with his arms of love. We talked about him being a good, good father. He is a good father. And if you do not know him today, I want you to know that God can heal your soul. Whatever you have done that you haven't forgiven yourself for whatever anybody has done to you that you have not forgiven, those wounds that exist, that God can come in and he can heal those yes, wounds. But you have to surrender unto him. And you can find safety in his arms. For he's the lover of your soul. He's a healer today. And only Jesus can heal those areas that we have hidden from people and family members. 
So I'm encouraging you to allow him to get into those places today. Because we hear about people talking about the abundant life, the abundant life. You can have that abundant life too. If you just surrender unto him today and know that you can find safety in his arms. That's why I love this song so much that I'm so glad that he will hide me when things are bad and things are crazy in my life. I can always run to my father. I can always run to him for comfort, for, for peace, for peace that passes all understanding. And that knowing that he will wipe every single tear away. doesn't mean that life is going to come without challenges, but know that everything is better with God. When you feel like you can't make it, he will give you the strength to carry on. That's our God. That's our Father that we talk and that we preach and that we sing about every single Sunday. So get to know him. He's waiting on you. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be ready and all of that. He is waiting on you. Even if you never step foot into a church, we want you to have fellowship. But even if you never step foot into church, God is still waiting on you. He can still come into your heart and change your life. So allow him to do that for you. And know that you can find refuge in him today. security in him you 
thank you for your word. Your word is true. Your word is powerful. Your word is liberating. And we thank you. So, Father, we pray for those that are dialed in today, wherever they may be. God, I pray for someone today who may not know you as Lord and Savior of their life. They're struggling. Some may even be depressed. But God, your word will never return void. So Father, if that person is listening in on today, whether in the sanctuary or wherever they may be, won't you move on their heart right now? Right where they lay, right where they sit, right where they stand. And if that person will say, Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me, purge me, write my name down in the Lamb's book of life. Give me that peace that's been spoken of today. Give me, give me to know that you are my shelter and my rock and my Lord, and I can call upon you. So God, we say thank you. So Father, we pray that your will be done in the name of Jesus. We pray for the women's conference that will be starting on this week. We pray, God, that you're already touching hearts and minds and you're already setting free and healing and delivering. The testimonies will come out of this, this ministry that every song that go forth, every prayer that's prayed, every word that's preached, that's taught, God, that your anointing will be in the midst of it all. Someone will have a testimony that it was the Lord who healed in the Lee Hill Conference. God, we say thank you. We pray for all those that are standing in need of prayer today, those on our sick list, the Pate and Velasquez family, Lord God, Mama Sonia, Lord, the list goes on, Sister Deborah, God. We're just praying for your people everywhere. Pastor Tittles as he's laying up in the hospital, Lord, his heart rate dropping and not sure what's happening. God, won't you send your word and touch that man today in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, I pray that you would give us wisdom and knowledge to go in and out amongst your people, that you alone will be glorified. God, we pray for safe travel for Pastor and Sister Jones as they make their way back home. We pray for the saints everywhere. And we thank you, Lord. We pray for all of those who support the ministry and tithe and you would return to live 30, 50, 100 fold in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we thank you for allowing us to come together one more time. We thank you for the provision of food in the rear that we get ready to place in these boxes to bless your people in this community. God, we say thank you. Protect us, Lord. No backs hurt. No, no, no harm done. But great fellowship in preparing for you. So, Father, we just thank you and we praise you. We bless your name. Be glorified. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And everyone that has a hope, that has a prayer, God, give them not to be weary and well-doing, nor that in due season they will reap if they faint not. Bring it to pass. Resurrect dreams and visions on today. And we bless you in Jesus' name. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion and fellowship of the Holy Ghost 